Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. For proof that not all things get better with age, this guy just keeps getting grumpier and grumpier. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine. It is uh, Tuesday, October 24th. And thank you all for the birthday wishes. Yeah, yesterday. That was it. The big 5-0. So thank you again. And birthday is over until we talk about it in the rant time. (laughs) There you go. Uh, In tonight's show... Uh, Remember, I told you we're changing things up a little bit. Well, the first of my repeating co-hosts is on tonight, uh, Tom Provost, who many of you know as the Diabetic Man. Uh, Tom and I will be talking about um, uh, social media, the impact on pipe smoking, and we'll get some social media tips and uh, hints from Tom, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and again, we'll uh, we'll be ro- rotating uh, in with one other guest who or one other co-host who is a surprise for you to uh, listen for in future episodes. But we'll still have uh, we'll still have guests appearing in uh, the standard formatted interviews, intermixed with uh, two rotating co-hosts. So I uh, hope you don't mind. We're changing it up a little bit, but I think it'll be interesting. We'll have uh, Tom, who is. Uh, who is a passionate pipe smoker, collector, who's worked in smoke shops, and then the other guy, can't tell you yet, but he comes from, uh, started out as a passionate pipe smoker collector and is now a, a key figure in the industry. So we'll have that. Uh, mailbag, music, and rant, all that coming up in uh, tonight's episode of the Pipes Magazine radio show. So without further ado, let's get the show rolling. Everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in. And in just a moment, Tom and I will be back with you. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show, and uh, joining us is uh, Tom Provost, who you may remember back to, uh, what was it, about two years ago, two and a half years ago, and then... Uh, um, yeah. About yeah. that. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So, just to, just to refresh everybody with who Tom is, Tom was uh, first discovered by me as the, uh, not, I didn't discover you, I found you. Well, you weren't lost either, but uh, you were on YouTube as the diabetic man, so obviously piqued my interest. Then we met, we had you on the show, and uh, and then you came back again because you stirred up some trouble with a, a forum post that you did. Uh, and uh, you, everybody, you can go back and look up and listen to those episodes again. But uh, Tom, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. So we'll have you on about once a month. And uh, what do, what do you got what do you got for us uh, this month? Well, A, thank you, Brian, for this opportunity and just being able to be in your magnificent presence. In this studio here, I know I'm in great. I'm in the presence of greatness. Um, no, you, you got the job. There's no brown nosing required. Oh, well, since uh, I was forced <laughs> into this um, against my own will, now I'm looking forward to this. Uh, today, I have, well, I have many questions, so it's actually difficult going through 
um, different questions, thoughts, things I wanted to pick your brain about or things I hope the audience is interested in or would would be something that they could benefit from. Um, but today, I decided for my first one, since you mentioned that I was on YouTube and you did indeed find me, um, I wanted to talk about social media and the impact, uh, good and bad, that the different social media forums have had on our lovely hobby. Now, when you mean social media, you're talking about forums, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, all those things? Anything that is considered social media, so yeah. Um, in, the, in the genesis of it, it probably would have been just the forums, but then there was YouTube communities, Facebook communities, Instagram, um, and then different websites that just offer tips, advice, links, just anything that is getting our hobby um, and tobacco and pipes out into the uh, eye of the public, just a couple of clicks away, or you know, smartphone app pushes away <laughs> or downloads. Um, so, all right. So let, let, let me ask you this: Why do you why do you think that pipes and pipe smoking, which is a four or five hundred year old hobby or you know pastime? Why do you think something like that was embraced so well on on social media or the internet or by computers at all? One of the things that I think all people have in common is the desire to learn. Everyone wants to learn. So if someone is out presenting any, uh, any bit of knowledge on any subject, they're going to go to it. The other thing that people like to do is talk about themselves, which is why... I'm so thankful to be invited onto the show, um, and which is why, which is why social media works very well. We discover a pipe or a tobacco that we like, and we want to tell other people. So, as we're talking about ourselves, the people who want to gain knowledge are learning about it all at the same time. Uh, and also, I think when I hear many of the interviews you've done, or I talk to older people in my local shops. They, they have the struggle of running into fellow pipe smokers um, and that this, the social media aspect of it eliminates the search for fellow brothers of the briar. So it just, it just brings them all together a little bit easier and makes everybody a little closer. And in a yeah, and in a format they feel comfortable with. If you want to if you want to wax eloquent on a keyboard, but remain nameless other than a, you know, a, some name you came up with, you can go onto a forum or onto Facebook. If you want to make videos, you can go onto YouTube. Um, if you want to take picture after picture after picture of your beard with a pipe in it, you can go <laughs> onto Instagram. And all of those things uh, will allow someone the ability to express the joy that they have found in pipe smoking. All right, so let's get into this. What are what are the different? Can you, can you lay out the different channels or the different styles of uh, of social media for us? Well, the one that got me into the hobby specifically uh, was just in case people don't go back and listen to your podcast. I was introduced to uh, pipe smoking. Went to a local shop. Was taught how to smoke there. But as far as gaining a knowledge of the amount of pipe makers. Uh, pipe tobaccos, and just 
getting tips, good or bad, uh, as a whole, I got off of YouTube and started making videos on YouTube. So I'll start with that, but there's my revisiting the history of that. Uh, YouTube works for people who want to connect face-to-face without literally connecting face-to-face. Able to go on there. Uh, Over the years, it seems to have become more of a video blog or blog. Uh, But you're able to get on the camera, talk to your audience, and then people would respond either a video or respond with posts in the comment section. And it gives... Uh, I think a personal connection, you get to see maybe where the person smokes their pipe if they're outside or in their sitting room in the basement. You get to see their mannerisms. You get to uh, a feel of knowing who they are by watching them and hopefully learning something. Uh, The forums, I I also have found to be very helpful because of the wordiness. You're able to go somewhere uh, and read through different sections and articles by people who may not be comfortable on YouTube or just may not, maybe their job doesn't even allow them to do a video or anything like that, show their face. And you get to see people exchange different ideas or different wisdom. And from my experience, and no, I'm not just saying this because you have invited me onto the show, uh, the forums seem to be where you can get the largest amount of information uh not always concise and yes always with uh someone's personal interpretation projected into the into the knowledge but that the forums are where you, that you have the widest scope of information that is a uh, let me uh, let me let me stop you right there because that's a that's a perfect spot first of all to take a break and second of all I want to look at this wide scope of information because sometimes I look at the forums and think it's the uh, same stuff over and over again but uh, we'll 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 be back in just a minute. This is Internet Radio. Smokingpipes.com has been my family's tradition for over ten years. My granddad enjoys his evening pipe on the front porch. My father prefers his in the study, and well, me, I like to hang outside the local coffee shop with a pipe in one hand and my smartphone in the other. The best selection is at SmokingPipes.com. They always have the exact pipe I'm looking for. Savinelli, Peterson, Dunhill, and great stuff from dozens of top artisans around the world. Plus, they have over 70 tobacco brands with 750 blends to choose from. Lighters, campers, tobacco jars, yep, they have that too. But the best part about SmokingPipes.com is that it's easy to order from my computer, tablet, or even my smartphone. And if Granddad has trouble with technology, he can always call them at 1-888-366-0345. I heard that. Do you think I'm deaf? I'm the one who told you about SmokingPipes.com, and I had a smartphone before you. You kids today, blah, blah. SmokingPipes.com. Make it your family tradition. And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. Tom and I, Tom, you still there hanging out with me? I'm here. I'm in the studio with you. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. that I thought I thought that was my cat sitting at my feet. Apparently, it's you. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what? Yeah. So, before the break, you were going to go and you were, you were going to start on Instagram, which I'm not on at all. I know it's there. So, go for it. All right. Well, Instagram is something I'm not on anymore either. Uh, I'm not on it because 
well, there was just, it, my seed was uh, faced with a pipe and it's faced with a pipe and it's faced with a pipe. And I, but it is more than that. Um, just because I'm not a fan of something doesn't mean that there's not a legitimate reason to be a fan of it. I know there are people who are fans of the Vikings and Bears. Um, <laughs> I don't find reason, but I'm not delegitimizing their feelings. Could it be that um, you're from Wisconsin? It could be that I'm right, Brian. Oh, okay. I'm, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go Packers. Um, Instagram yeah. is something I'm not on anymore, but what what good came out of Instagram, besides people connecting with each other, is it, it's picture-based, which means there's not a lot of exchange of information, but it also would do well for someone who is maybe starting off crafting their own pipes or trying to sell some type of material, sell estate pipes, um, maybe if they're looking to cull their specific collection or sell some tobacco, you can post a quick pick and you have uh, this whole community of people who are going through their feed seeing that, oh, so-and-so has a pipe for sale. Oh, I've been looking for that tobacco. So if, if the forums and YouTube give you a, a wide scope of information, Instagram is kind of just like the, the fast food information, just there it is and it's gone. Um, and I know um, people have used it for contests as a way of marketing. So if you repost my picture of me chewing on my pipe, I will put your name in a drawing so that you can win the pipe that looks like the one I'm chewing on. Yeah, I follow a podcast that has you retweet or repost and sh- uh, share and like on Facebook. And if you do that, then you win a, you, you get entered into a drawing for a piece of artwork, which I actually won one. What was it? Was it Minnie in a dress, or Minnie without a dress, dressed on the floor? Uh, no, that's no. I've already had. I already have that one. Oh, that's what you have tattooed. On. Never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> social media. Yeah, social media. <laughs> so, so basically, what we got is we got uh, so far we've got YouTube where it's audio, video, and ten minute or longer long form. Sit down and watch. You got the forums, which are kind of a read at your own pace, participate at your own pace, and uh, and more. Include Reddit in there because I know that's a large community. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the so the forums include any place where you can, you know, type up where you can type up words that look goodly, and you can write them down, and people's can read them. Uh, and you can even slip a picture in there too, but it's mainly. Yeah, it's mainly reading and writing. Then you got Instagram, which just seems to be take a picture of it and maybe caption it and hope it's out there. Is that about that about right? Yeah, and make sure you take at least seventeen selfies because Lord knows you don't want an <laughs> ugly selfie being out there. You you need to look just right. I've never met a good selfie uh, of me. Um, but, I've never seen a good picture of you either, sir. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and then I guess is where does where does Twitter follow in fall in this? Uh, I'm going to call an ignorance there. I have never tweeted. Um, <laughs> I have seen tweets, but it just seemed to me that I am way too long winded um, to to be on Twitter. An example could be YouTube video, forums, words, Instagram pictures. That's social media, Brian. What else do you want to hear? Yeah. I, I think that was even too long for a tweet. <laughs> uh, all right, we talked about how they're used. And now, this is what I wanted to ask you. This is why I brought up social media. 
I wanted to ask you, based off of your history with uh, the magazine and your in, uh, industry, your industry experience, what positives are you seeing from social media? I have ideas, but those ideas are myopic. You have an industry view, and I wanted to hear what positives uh, are you seeing from social media being used? Well, first of all, I warned you, no big words, because I can't look them up that quick. Uh Here's the, I mean, here's here's the positives of anything for the pipe world is social media, uh, whether it be Facebook, which I'm much more familiar with, Instagram, uh, YouTube, even podcasts are social are essentially social media. Uh, anytime you can reach your audience or communicate with others, it's better for the hobby as a whole. Uh, however, uh, you know, it kind of creates a false largeness of it because if you go into YouTube and start searching for pipe related videos and you get all these thousands of responses on your search, then you think, oh my God, the pipe world is just booming and everybody's doing it. Well, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the the benefit is that yes you can communicate but and you can reach people that are of like mind and enjoy what you enjoy uh, but it can give you a false impression of what's really going on out there uh you you can look at the pipesmagazine.com forums right now and see that there's been you know maybe uh 50 active posts today with yeah, with a total of like a total of three thousand responses, and think, wow, everybody's doing it, you know. Or uh, a, a discussion came up earlier on. Uh, it, you go to go to Briar Nation on Facebook, and uh, there's twenty eight hundred members there. Yeah, that that's a pretty substantial size of people that are pipe smoking. That's a good Facebook group. Yeah, that's yeah. a. That's a good size Facebook group. Uh, now, you want to compare it to mainstream stuff? My wife moderates a DNA uh, genealogy group where she's one of 28 mono, uh, moderators for a group that's got 60,000 members. Uh, so or it, it, I played poker last week, and... I lit up my pipe, and one of the guys at the table said, I've never seen someone smoke a pipe in my entire life. I thought that was the thing of movies. <laughs> so we're not ubiquitous. He, but, uh, we're not all over. He thought you were Sherlock Holmes. Except for my bluffing. It wasn't that good. <laughs> no, but he didn't mind taking your money, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. But, yeah. but that, yeah, you're, I think you're right with the the false feeling of uh, that we're all over, especially if, I mean, your pipe smoking experience is a media group, uh, a pipe club, and then like a show. If those are your social connections with it, um, you might have a false feeling of how many people are actually doing it. Uh, even in some Hollywood movies recently, you're seeing more people with pipes so is that is that a sign that this is everyone doing it, or is this just a, just something that we happen to notice because it's something that we enjoy? 
Well, and here's the and other thing. That, here's the other thing from the industry side before we take our final break. Uh, from a you know from a business standpoint, um, how many? I'll, I'll just take today as an example. You. Tom, how many bowls of pipe tobacco did you smoke today? Two. I'm averaging about two to three now. Uh, I did work part-time in the shop, and I was averaging five. So two bowls. When I was working in the shop. Two bowls a day. The problem from an industry side is that you're replacing three or four pipe smokers from 40 years ago that were smoking a pipe all day long, so where you consumed maybe uh, maybe uh, yeah a quarter uh, well an eighth of an ounce or a quarter of an ounce or let's see two bowls six two ounces of tobacco no you wouldn't have you wouldn't have done two ounces let me get my math right yeah a quarter of an ounce you're replacing a guy that was smoking a pound a week so. That's where I say the size and the perception changes and that the model for the pipe smoking world is going from a high volume, low margin mass market item to a low volume, high margin luxury item. And if you watch some of these forums and watch some of these places, you'd think that, you know what? Everybody's doing it. It's big. It's huge. It's massive. Well, unfortunately, uh, pipe tobacco production in the United States in 1972 was about 52 million pounds. And pipe tobacco production in 2016 in the United States was about 1.2 million pounds. So that's where you get the the shrinkage. Uh, With that depressing news, we'll take a break, then we'll come back. With uh, Tom and I will be back in just a minute, and we'll finish this up. Italians have always been known for their aesthetic passion. It's their birthright, their legacy. And just like Savinelli, it continues to grow and evolve. It is ever-changing. Milan, 1876. Achilles Savinelli set out to change the way the world viewed smoking pipes, opening one of the world's first specialist tobacco shops. From one small storefront to a factory that delivered handmade pipes all over the world, the legacy he forged became one filled with success and prestige. Achilles' dream is carried on today by his family, who continues the Savinelli legacy. Each year, Savinelli debuts a series of new, forward-thinking designs comprised of quality-crafted pipes shaped from some of the best briar in the world. Behind every beautiful object, there's a story. Start your own chapter. Visit your local tobacconist or premium online dealer today. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, and you know it's kind of fun to say we because it's really us. Um, anyway, before, uh, before the break, I kind of hit you with the doomsday, with the doomsday news and interrupted you, but, uh, go right ahead. Well, I understand that all of us out there who are male deal with the shrinkage problem, Brian. Yes. And it's, it's, it's comforting to hear about the industry having a shrinkage issue as well. Maybe we could so give we it a little blue pill. And, and just, <laughs> and watch it rise. Watch those numbers rise. Um, the 52 million to 
uh, under two million is uh, is eye opening, and it's probably something that can be covered as my as my, as my brain reels on a, a subject we can maybe tackle in the future if I'm ever welcomed back. Um, so we talked about the the what forms of social media, what we see from social media, the positives. Um, we can touch on the negatives being that everyone thinks they're Sherlock Holmes, but when you're posting a picture shirtless on a couch, you don't look like Sherlock Holmes. Uh, <laughs> or I'll, I'll bring uh, back I my favorite. Uh, I want to I bring back my favorite of the guy driving in the truck going, Hello, YouTubers, I'm just driving to work here smoking my pipe. <laughs> I haven't pulled that one out in five years or so. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah, the, the reflection of um, how men think higher of themselves than we actually are. You know, I'm Sherlock Holmes. Uh, no, no, you're you're diabetic, man, and you're not a Sherlock Holmes. If you were, you wouldn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what the positive though can also not uh, not just the meeting people, but the information. Um, maybe finding a new pipe maker, finding uh, a different tobacco to try. I know that uh, if it wasn't for YouTube, I wouldn't have uh, known what flakes were. Um, I I worked at and frequent Yuli's Tobacco in Milwaukee, and there's no flakes there. We uh, blended everything ourselves, and so um, even even a wide variety of Virginia blend, which is my favorite now, is a is a Virginia Perique blend. And by favorite, I mean that's usually what's in my pipe. Um, that wasn't something that was offered there. So YouTube offered me the ability to see the amount of tobaccos available and then yeah. being introduced to the people to try them, to try those different tobaccos. But uh, what's intimidating about social media is trying to figure out where to go and what to do. Nothing scarier than joining up a Facebook group, deciding to go to a meeting, and realizing that everyone's drinking Kool-Aid and there's a moon coming. <laughs> that's not that's not something you want to take place. Or being told that you, if you treat your pipe this way, you know, uh, the, the alcohol, you, you talked about this too, alcohol on your pipe cleaner, put it through your pipe cleaner, um, or put it through your pipe and that'll help keep it clean. Well, I talked to people who said they saw a video, said they... They soaked it in Everclear and put Everclear in their bowl and let it sit overnight. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to destroy your bowl because Everclear eats away at everything it touches. <laughs> Including your liver and your brain. Including <laughs> your liver and your brain. And so the, 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 the hard part of the social media is, is similar to the hard part of going into a shop and deciding who you want to talk to. It's, it's figuring out who can I get along with and yep. who has something to offer that's true? Uh, we, we do spend a good amount of money on this hobby. Even if you're just smoking a uh, Missouri Meerschaum, you're still spending your money on tobacco, on the, on the Meerschaum, on the pipe filters, if that's your thing. Um, and you want to make sure that you're spending it correctly. So how do I do it? is uh, I actually spent a lot of time reading um, 
reading on the forums with YouTube, using personal trial and error. I have definitely ruined some stems using tips on how to get the oxidation off. Uh, and, and reading some reading some of the older uh, magazines and books to try to, to try to get history involved. I found that uh, we always like to think that wherever we're at is the pinnacle of wisdom and knowledge, especially now that we have Google. But <laughs> if you if you refuse to look at the history of whatever hobby you're in, you're going to miss out on some of the obvious things. And so I've, I've tried to read read some of the old timers. Um, Milton Sherman's book really was helpful for me uh, appreciating how tobacco was processed and made um, and and recognizing just how much goes into into the leaf um, and if you take the the historical and then apply it to I gotta like the person and they gotta be interesting and give good information you'll find your group unless you're the a-hole that no one wants in the group that's a you problem, though, not a social media problem. <laughs> in that case, start your own podcast. Exactly. Brian, no one wanted to be with you, but you showed us all up, and now we're all listening to you. <laughs> yeah. No, but I will, I, I'll agree with you because my, my pipe smoking technique is not purely mine. It's parts of three different people's tips and techniques that i applied and put together and and figured out and boy you have no idea how many different pipes i tried or tobaccos i tried to get to my happy place in how i smoke what i smoke it in and what it is that i smoke uh, and maybe the uh, you know maybe all these all these uh, social media things here on the computing machine uh, maybe all those help actually kind of jumpstart you over some of the stuff that I went through back in 1999, 2000, 2001, and then finally in 2002 when it all kind of clicked. You know, uh, you know, maybe the the social media stuff actually will save you some money and give you some ideas and uh, get you through it faster. The one thing that. Uh I would say to anyone too, using social media, I've heard I've heard people say that they do their um, YouTube station or they do their they, they moderate a Facebook group or anything that they can help people. Uh, social media is a way to uh, for quick access to knowledge. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a slow ride to figure out how to get the most out of that pipe. I, I took, when I worked at a shop, I would teach people how to smoke a pipe. I told them it was about two and a half, three years in uh, to pipe smoking that I was driving home and I realized I got from the work parking lot to my house without relighting my pipe once on the drive. And I was thrilled. <laughs> and it, and it, it, but it took time just to, and now I, I feel that, uh, if I, if I start smoking a tobacco that's new to me and I don't like it, I don't have to concentrate and think, is it because I'm smoking it wrong? Is it because I, I'm, I'm burning it too hot? No, I just don't like it. I don't have to waste my time with that blunt. 
like I'm gonna I'm gonna go on and try something else. Yeah, and I and I also don't want people to think that you know, like if I if I spend. I don't know, 12, 14 bucks on a 50 gram tin and I don't like it. That's a big waste of money. No, that's just another blend that you know doesn't work for you. All right. So send us away with, um, how to, you know, when, when you, when you first got on YouTube, how do you actually search YouTube to find YouTube pipe presenters or whatever they're called? How do you, how do you search for forums and, yeah. On, on the internet I mean let's be that blatant and if you're on Instagram how do you search for pipe related stuff uh, just uh, kind of walk us through it because I really don't you know I, I'm on Facebook that's all I know see you just said YouTube pipe presenters which leads me to believe that you have a very clear understanding and probably follow at least you know, how many people do you subscribe to on YouTube to watch Brian Let's 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 let you out right now. Let's out you. Uh, oh, yeah. you none. Look up. <laughs> really, really? Because no. you just said YouTube pipe presenter as if you were part of the community. I like, like you were. You've been there since the beginning. I I have some of their names memorized. Well, what I would suggest for YouTube is uh, an easy way to find people would be to how to smoke a pipe. I'm not even saying you have to. You you want to look. But uh, you want to look that up specifically, but that can get that that can get it in your feed. And once you have things in your suggested YouTube videos, you'll be able to find people. So if you want to find some uh, YouTube people you like, uh, maybe search how to smoke a pipe. Click on five or six videos, maybe not even watching them, but just get your YouTube algorithm to understand that you want to be introduced to YouTube people. I know that. Uh, you can you can look up any movie that you want to watch, and if you watch the trailer for that movie, all of a sudden there's going to be suggestions for, you know, the the actors in that movie. Or if you look up a song, that artist starts coming up in your feed. So that's something that you can you can do on YouTube. For Facebook, um, the it seems to be Nation is the word. Look up Briar Nation or Corncob Nation. Uh, if you want to participate in those groups and, and the Facebook groups, uh, you might not, you might think I'm, I'm on a forum. I read books, I read magazines, or I talk to my buddies at the shop. I don't need to be part of a Facebook group. I found a lot of camaraderie in there. I'm not, um, thoroughly involved in any of the Facebook groups, but I do look, look through a lot of the posts or, or like to follow when they do contests and things like that. And there's, there's quite a tight knit bond it seems within those facebook groups uh the people really get to know each other and and interact with each other daily through, through that uh format um instagram uh i i actually don't know how to suggest that on instagram when i was on there i just became friends with my friends and my friends happened to smoke a pipe <laughs> and so that was Insta instagram started suggesting pipe people I know that Briarworks has a, an Instagram page, so that might be a good way um, to get into more people who, if you want to look up Instagram, um, Briarworks, and I think uh, Pipe Hub, I think Missouri Nearsham has their own Instagram um, page. Pipes so Magazine. Pipesmagazine.com just you started one? one. Yeah. Ah, there yeah. you go, Instagram. See, you're on there. 
I'm I know not, you're, I'm doing, not. you're practicing selfies 24-7 for the big day when Kevin says, Brian, we want to see that mug on our Instagram page. And that will break the internet. And at least it will bring up lunch. But um, <laughs> it's just that the computers are smarter than we are. I know that because when we, if we can't find something, you can just put in a couple of words and, and uh, for better or for worse, Big Brother will get the algorithms figured out so that you are fed the information you're looking for. All right, let me let me ask you this because you know obviously anybody that's on a podcast, anybody that's listening to a podcast or audio online nowadays can pretty much do a Google search and or you know muddle their way around a keyboard. How do you handle it when? And I've seen it in the past, and because of my professional positions, I've either had to correct it softly or ignore them. Uh, how do you personally handle it when somebody's posted something that is so bizarrely wrong and stupid that you just wonder what planet they're from? Well, A, if I'm afraid they're from another planet, I ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, are, there are some people uh, uh, I've, I've seen YouTube videos of or I've seen on Facebook postings, and I just say, well, thank you, God, that they uh, live more than three states away from me um because because that's that's the beauty of our of our community online is if uh you can add block delete um the other the other thing is i i have i have a passive aggressive thing so when i was when i was posting more youtube videos if i saw someone post a video that said you, know, you you have to smoke your pipe this way. I would just respond with a video, smoke the pipe however you want. Or, uh, you know, people would do flavor flavor things, like a, a, what they could taste, roasted nutmeg when they opened up the tin and it was <laughs> rippling through. I did a video that uh, I basically just said, look, guys, at the time I was working at a shop, I said, look, I'm paid to tell people how tobacco tastes. If you don't taste the roasted nutmeg, and the charred brisket that came from Montana beef. <laughs> Don't worry, they're not tasting it either. They're just getting paid to sell a product. <laughs> like just so, I, I there, there's numerous ways you can add, or you can block and delete, you can ignore, or you can um, you can approach it however you feel to approach it. I was a little passive aggressive. Some people are a little loud. Um, Handle it how your personality type uh, deems worthy, because every personality type fits into a community somehow. And, and just remember, when you're dealing with like Facebook groups or forums, there are moderators, and there's somebody that started it or owns it. And uh, if they don't like you, they're going to boot you. Plain and simple, right? That's true. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, and weren't we talking? Uh, before we started recording about uh, tobacco that might be flavored with uh, mothballs and Ben Gay. Um, oh, Stonehenge Flake. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to name names, but go right ahead. You weren't going <laughs> to name names? Nothing can be greater than a, than a Virginia Perique that burns brilliantly with a medium body and has just the slight essence of retirement home added 
pleasure. <laughs> ah, tasty, tasty. All right, so what I want everybody to do, if you've got questions or comments specifically for Tom, you can post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on Pipes Magazine and uh, just put Tom's name in there. Or you can email them to me, brian at pipesmagazine.com, and then uh, next month when Tom's on, he'll have a chance to respond, reply, critique, comment. Uh, but before we uh, before we finish this up, Tom, are there any of your, give us a few of your favorite YouTube channels, a few of your favorite Facebook groups or whatever places you get your, the, the things you like so that we can uh, start somewhere. All right. Um, I really like on Facebook matches they took zero. Not the most informational, but the, the, the guy can tell a story. I enjoy his thoroughly. Um, Northern Bohemian, mainly because he's from Madison, Wisconsin, and his videos are hilarious, although he hasn't been posting as recently. But winter is coming. <laughs> and if you uh, are, from, are from a state that experiences bitter winters, your YouTube videos will increase in winter because you just don't want to go outside. And also, uh, <laughs> and also, um, the smoking pipeliner, another, another Midwesterner who's going to have more videos. He does a lot of reviews. Um, and I actually use him personally, uh, to, if a new tobacco comes out, I contact him and ask, is it worth getting? He has, we have a similar palate, so I'm able to, through my experience, be able to ask him, should I try that? And he's able to help me out there. Yeah, you know, there's another point uh, that I want to, uh, another point I want to jump on real quick is that identifying somebody with a like palate is, is it's the same if you're looking at tobaccoreviews.com or, uh, or if you're on any of the forums or, or anywhere, you know, identify somebody that has a similar palate to yours and then start to follow what they kind of say is that that that's that's fair to that's, fair to say it works across all all realms of the world that's a money saver too yeah yeah I and mean, you can walk up to somebody who says you got to try this berry splash and you're thinking to yourself well no I, I i really don't like anything berry flavored but if uh someone came up to me and said you got to try this berry splash i think you'll like it and i know that they're that they, we have similar tastes, I'll give it a shot. Even though if I've never liked a berry anything before, if if they say they like it, it's worth <laughs> at least trying because we do have a, a similar palate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about uh, groups on Facebook? Are there any that you're in? On, on Facebook, I am a member of uh, Tobacco. I'm actually the moderator of uh, Tobacco Pipes Rummage Sale. Um, I just saw that and a lot of the pipes, uh, like Pipe Smokers, Gentlemen, Briar Nation, uh, Corn Cob Nation. I'm in, I think I'm in Brothers of the Briar, too, I think. I, I can't remember. I'm in a, quite a few, but uh, I noticed people would be selling things. And I thought I opened up uh, a page just for people to sell things. No, I don't make any money off of it. I just thought, if you want to do this, then... You, you can talk about your pipe, you can talk about your tobacco, your enjoyment, maybe what's going on in the day. Um, say hi to the members of the group in the groups, and then you can sell your pipe on one that's specifically meant for only pipe selling. 
or pipe product. And anybody can become a member of it? Or I guess you have to get approved first, right? I do the approval because uh, if you have zero friends on Facebook or you became a member yesterday and you're um, a scantily clad woman, I don't think you're in there to actually participate in the pipe smoking hobby. I'm pretty sure you're a bot. Have you noticed the scantily clad women on Facebook that want to become your friend and their name is some male waspy name? I don't know what group you're a member of, but I don't experience that. Uh, maybe it's on the Disney side of my life. Anyway, <laughs> I you know I I get fa- I get all kinds of different Facebook requests. So, um, anyway, anything else before we uh, before we wrap this up? Nothing really tonight, Brian. It's just been a. I'm, I'm really thankful for this opportunity. I'm excited to be back on in the future, and let's hope that. Uh, through our time together, I'll become more interesting and people will realize, you know, where your talents lie and you'll just be pushed to the backdrop and maybe myself and the co-host could open up our own show and, and Kevin <laughs> could start, you know, paying off the big bucks. Yeah. And then you could all retire and uh, take a trip on the pipes magazine jet off to uh, the islands and uh, party like uh, rock stars. Doing nothing but playing golf. And smoking real expensive pipes. No, actually, uh, the 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 uh, the the pipes magazine crew. They're we're so rich, we have people play golf for us, and then tell us how good we are. Oh. Oh, so I can just drink and smoke. Yeah. Yep. That's all you need to do. All right. <laughs> Tom, we'll uh, talk again in a month. For the rest of you, we'll be back in just a minute. I'm Jeremy Reeves head blender of Cornell and Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. At Cornell and Deal, we think the best things in life are better with age, and we are passionate about creating the best possible pipe tobacco available. Fueled by this passion, we introduced the Cellar Series, a collection of blends like no other. While the blends in this series are ready to smoke now, each one has been meticulously designed to optimize depth and complexity as the tobacco ages in the tin. Currently, the Cellar Series is comprised of Oak Alley, Chenay's Cake, Joie de Vivre, Old Grove, and Bourbon Blue, but we will be unveiling new additions to this very special series as time goes on. Pick up a tin to smoke now and save a few for later enjoyment so that you can experience all the richness and subtlety each blend will reveal through the years. Cornell and Deal's Cellar Series. The secret ingredient is time. Contact your local or online retailer for information. This is Internet Radio. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show, and it's just me here. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, it's going to be fun um, after uh, five years of primarily my perspective, and then uh, and then a new guest each week or a repeat guest occasionally. Uh, it'll be fun to get some other perspectives on here and uh, spice things up a little bit. All right, so for music, uh, Hugh Laurie better known in the U.S. as the actor who played Dr. House. Uh, Hugh Laurie is quite a musician himself, and thanks to our honorary music director, uh, Dino. Dino sent me a link to this uh, YouTube video of Hugh Laurie playing uh, St. James Infirmary. It's, uh, I believe it's from the album called Let Them Talk, A Celebration of New Orleans Blues, and 
Uh, you know, Hugh's not a regular pipe smoker. He is a regular cigarette smoker and has smoked a pipe in part of a, you know, part of a character he's playing in the past. But this is just, uh, just an incredible piece. So uh, sit back and enjoy.
on piano and uh, singing the blues. Well, let's see what's in the mail. In the mailbag, going back to last week's show, New Broom writes, uh, Stephen J. Cannell, uh, Rockford Files is one of my all-time TV favorites. I hadn't really been a fan of Johnny Depp's talent until I watched watched the movie Finding Neverland, and I'm not sure if it was the story or the acting or both, but that one brought a tear. Uh, Yeah, if you haven't seen Finding Neverland, great movie. uh, 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 It's about the story, the life of uh, J.M. Barry, really. Uh, And then Newbroom says, Darren's analogy was terrific. I enjoyed listening to his incisive comments. His favorite pipe smoking experience was one of the best ever. Keep on puffing, Mike. Sure will. And then Ozzy Flyer writes, "Uh, Nice interview, Brian. I like Darren's attitude and philosophy of life. 
Don't know what happened during his favorite pipe-smoking memory. I must have gotten dust in my eyes or something. Yeah, might have been a few teary eyes with that. Um, All right, and as I promised, uh, we'll go back to iTunes. We've had a handful of reviews, and I'm not sure where we kind of left off last time. But we'll go back to April and... uh, And uh, Nisharlin, or Nick Arlen, writes, As a newish pipe smoker, only seven years or so often in in, uh, the hobby, I find this podcast is absolutely amazing. A longtime friend told me to check it out, and I'm on episode 177 after about two months. Keep up the good work, and the pro tips have helped my smoking so much. I always look forward to the new episodes. For anyone interested in the hobby and lifestyle, I totally recommend it. Thank you very much. And then Rick from DFW says, Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It has helped me so much. I started smoking a pipe a year and a half ago. Thanks to you, John, David, Cole, and Bo, I started carving pipes eight months ago. As you and the country, uh, as you and the country squire radio has warned, pipe smoking has become an obsession, and I blame both of you. Actually, I should thank you. Uh, Wednesdays are the best part of my week. Glad you like it. Let me know when. You, let me know how your pipes are going there, uh, Rick and Rick from DFW, and we'll have you on when you're ready. Um, Mr. C writes, "I love that the podcast is done in a radio show format and provides me with an excuse to wind down." Perfect. And then uh, Biblio Piper wrote in uh, earlier this month. This radio show is part of my weekly routine, but I think more importantly, the show plays an integral part in the pipe smoking community. I'm incredibly grateful to Mr. Levine and Mr. Godby for and the effort they put into producing the series A+. Thank you. And then the last one, Green Lantern 52 writes, As a beginning pipe smoker, this radio show is is an awesome listen, full of great advice and knowledge from the many guests and Brian himself. Thanks for the awesome show. You are very welcome. And remember, if you, uh, you know, leaving us a rating or review on iTunes is a great way to help the show. Helps it get found and uh, helps it stay up towards the top of the listings. And all you have to do is go on uh, iTunes, register, and uh, be there for three minutes. Uh, last thing before we wrap this up, West Coast Pipe Show is coming up. That is uh, the first weekend here in November. Hope to see a lot of you there. I will be there. I am looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's one of my favorite shows of the year. And in just a moment, your pumpkin spice flavored rant time. Cowboy. Cowboy. We are quickly coming to the end of Pumpkin Spice Season. Yeah, it used to be just the month of October and a little bit into November. Now everybody's rolling out their pumpkin spice whatever in the month of September. Even to the point where I saw a pumpkin spice car air freshener. Now, here's my thing with pumpkin spice. It's good. 
it's okay, but really, do you have to pumpkin spice the hell out of everything? And apparently, it's not all that popular, because let me tell you, if pumpkin spice was a popular flavor and everybody went nuts over it, it would be out all year long. There wouldn't just be two months of pumpkin spice, there'd be 12 of them. That's right, I like pumpkin pies. I will eat pumpkin pie any time of the year, any place of the year. It doesn't matter. I don't wait for a season to tell me it's okay to have pumpkin pie. Obviously, they're better when the pumpkins are fresh, but listen, pumpkin spice is just a thing that everybody looks forward to. They have one or two of it, and then it goes away. It's kind of like McDonald's and their McRib. Really? Do you, do you think that the McRib's that popular that McDonald's only brings it out for a limited time and then hides it away because they don't want their customers to buy too much of it? Special release things like this or seasonal releases like this are marketing things. They're not that popular. It's just to hype it up because really... If, you know, a pumpkin spice McRib sandwich, if that was super popular, I guarantee you McDonald's would have it out all year long. Starbucks would have pumpkin spice lattes all year long. And there would be no special thing for pumpkin spice. I mean, look at us. Our favorite pipe tobaccos, we like them all year long. We don't just smoke them on one time of the year and then we hold them off until the end. Nah, we like them all the time. All right. There you go. Hope you're enjoying fall weather. Hope you're getting a chance to get outside, smoke out in front of people, and get out and see, let the world see what a modern-day pipe smoker looks like. Uh, Southern Hemisphere, hope you're enjoying the spring. Do the same thing. Get outside. Please, please, please. Uh, Comments or feedback, please email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com, or post them directly there on the Pipes Magazine radio show page on pipesmagazine.com. Follow uh, the Pipes Magazine radio show on Facebook. You'll see there's a Facebook Live video of me up there. Or you can follow me on Facebook and see the other two that I've done. And I promise we'll do one soon coming up. Promise, promise, promise. Uh, Comments or questions directly for Tom, please make sure and address them to me. But direct them towards Tom so that we can hold on to them for the next time he is on. And with all that being said, thank you all for joining me. Thank you to Tom for co-hosting with me. And until next time. Cares about the clouds when we're together. Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. We three would make an ideal couple.